very much for uh, joining us today. Jonathan Hardy and uh, Dick Hardy were hanging out with our good friend Mark Johnson from the great state of Illinois. Can you still call Illinois a great state, Mark? I'm just checking. It's questionable. It's questionable. <laughs> There's a lot of great oh, people. Illinois is a great state. It's a great What's people that? here, great history here, uh, confused leaders here. Oh, well, but you're right there in the land of Lincoln in Springfield, Illinois, so uh, you're good Amen. to go. I've got two, we've got two people have moved into our life group, have moved from Illinois to uh, to hang out in Missouri, so we probably won't get going on the Illinois-Missouri thing, but I'm sure people, all sorts of people have opinions on that. Hey, listen, um, Mark has been a good friend for a lot of years, and he and I have worked together on a number of projects. Uh, most recently, uh, when Jonathan released his book, Arrow Striker, uh, Mark was one of the first ones to jump on board and say, uh, hey, um, we might like to uh, uh, engage with this. So, Mark, tell us a little bit about what you saw at the beginning when you saw the Arrow Striker stuff coming out. Well, uh, I'll tell you both. What happened for us is y you guys sent us the book. And, uh, you know, as a friend, I wanted to read the book. And so I picked it up. And, and what really captured me right off the bat was – not necessarily the title, Arrow Strikes. Any of us who've read the Bible know about Joash. We know about the Second King story, but that, that kind of was intriguing. But that, that subline, and I wonder, I want, I've written it down so I can read it just right to you. Live with purpose and leave an eternal impact every single day. Uh, that really uh, kind of captured me and uh, how we, we work as a church. Uh, we have a vision statement that comes off of John 10, 10 that says that we want every person to have life to the full. And then we define that in the subtitles. And one of our subtitles is that every person would find the fulfillment, the purpose of life that comes from expressing the divinely given gifts. So that fit right in with that. So I, I wanted to read the book and as I began to read it, it the stories and the things that, that Jonathan was telling in the book and the instruction he was giving, I thought was just perfect for our church family. Wow. Well, that's that's so cool. That's very kind of you to say, uh, because obviously I'm the dad. And I'm proud of Jonathan for uh, sure. having produced the book. So uh, uh, I think he did a great job with it. Well, you know, you right off the bat. Um, where you were literally the first one who said to us, hey, what about having uh, a Jonathan come in? Would he be available to come in and speak? Um, and so uh, we did get that book right off the bat. So what was your thinking in that whole process after you'd read the book and you made that inquiry? Well, it was towards the end of the year last year, sometime in the last couple of months that we read the book. We were looking at the next four or five months, and we were looking at where we were as a church coming out of COVID, and a lot of us uh, were struggling, I, I know we were at least, struggling with getting people re-engaged in ministry, and uh, we wanted to find some way to try to re-engage people in ministry. So the first thing that, that I saw is, boy, if I can get people to read this book, this will spark a fire of desire to be used of God in their everyday life, in ministry life. And so we were looking and saying, let's use this over the next, the first four months of the year to just try to get the book in people's hands and get them to read it. So we made a strategic decision 
to buy enough of those books that over the next four months we could sell them. We kind of know how many we're going to sell every time we, we encourage people to buy a book. And you know we, we'll, we'll usually sell 140, 150 books. And we know what visitors we have. And we thought, let's not only do that, let's give one to every visitor. And the thought being that we will put in that book uh, an invitation to come back and to hear the author talk about the book. So we wanted to set all of that up and we looked at our calendar. When's a good time to do that? And we thought, boy, if we can do that over a four month period, four months from now at the end of right in the middle of, of April, right after Easter, and then go into a four week series. And the, again, the thought was maybe, maybe if people read this book, they'll want to come back and meet the author. People who'll be there on that Sunday of Easter will want to come back and hear. We'll kind of make an emphasis of it that week. And so that was kind of the, the genesis of what we were working through on our church and our church staff of how to use uh, the book to encourage people to use to be used of God. Well, and I will say, I'll chime in, Mark, that I really, first of all, appreciated that. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I was so thankful to be able to come on out and uh, be with you and, and your church and all the people part of the church. And I mean, it was just such a, a wonderful uh, weekend there, I thought. Uh, together. And, uh, and so first, obviously, thank you for that. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm curious to know, um, you know, for those who might be thinking about doing something similar, how, how, how do you know how many books you think you're going to sell? I guess maybe that's just over time, you've kind of ballparked that or? Yeah, we kind of have had a history of encouraging people to read books. And so we kind of know, if okay. we get up and give an emphasis on a book, this is the kind of response we're going to generally get. And so we kind of knew that from history. And we kind of knew from history, you know, what kind of visitor counts we would have and, uh, you know, people that would sign up. And so we kind of, had, we were pretty secure in what we would do. Now, do you normally give, outside of giving the book to your visitors, do you normally give another gift to them or was this something unique or, or was it a part of something bigger? What, what was that like? Well, there's, there's a normal package that they get if they come and they fill out a connection card that okay. they get. And there's several things that are in there. And it just happened to be at a point where maybe one of the larger things that we normally give was we were running out of them. And we said, well, let's just replace that with this book at this point in time. And so we kind of switched those out. Okay. Okay. Well, now I'm going to get myself in trouble here with this because I actually don't know the answer to this question. Mm -hmm. But I'm just curious, uh, were you able with the books you purchased and then resold combined with the books that you purchased and gave away? Uh, were you able to recoup, recoup the money? Did Were you still on the hold? Did it profit for you? What, what did end up happening for the church? You know, we were very, very close to even on it. And we may have okay. been a few dollars behind or a few dollars ahead. Oh, wow. But, but kind of what we did is uh, we, we kind of figured that we were at a point that if, if we sold the books that we sold, uh, we were selling them at, at $15 a book or two for 20. And we figured if we sold the number of books we normally sold, that would come very, very close to us recouping the money we invested in the books. Okay. And okay. so uh, it, that you invested in the books you sold. And the yeah. books you gave away. The books we gave okay. away. So, okay. And yeah, we cool. told people up front, we said, look, 
we're giving these away to visitors. All of you who come here all the time, you've got to buy the book. Uh, you're investing in visitors. And that was our deal. You're investing yeah, in visitors. Yeah. You're helping us I love that. Yeah. And, uh, and people yeah, don't, they cool. don't resent that. They, they want to help. So uh, yeah, people yeah. didn't say, oh, why, why can't I do it? I said, you can go look online to buy it, try to buy it cheaper. You're not going to get it cheaper and we're giving it to you. <laughs> so yeah, right. You can buy <laughs> yeah. it here and it's still a good deal. Uh, yeah, so there yeah. you go. There really is. Okay. You know, cool. and you you said that you, um, Jonathan came in there the Sunday after Easter. And yeah. then you ran, what'd you run, a four-week series, something of that nature? Yeah, that was a, this year that was perfect. It gave us four weeks going up to Easter, going up to Easter, going up to Mother's Day. Yeah. And so it gave us four weeks to work through that to Mother's Day. And so we divided all of those things up. And I think you guys gave us some things to look at and we kind of, took it from there to divide it up and how we were going to present uh, the cause of being involved in ministry and being involved. I love the double emphasis, this, this idea of getting involved and using your gifts, finding the place where you're called. And inside the book, it, it really explains that might be uh, a church ministry or it might be something bigger that God has for your life. Yeah. Now, the truth is most people are not going to go become missionaries. Right. Uh, they're not going to have that, but some will. But yeah. all people should get involved in ministry in the church. And we were trying to re-encourage people back to that buy-in. Yeah. But not only yeah. that, the, the, the buy-in that I can be going out every day and God may use me today. Be aware of the opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And trying to help people capture the opportunities that just come our way uh, from day to day. Yeah, I really liked. Um, you know, you guys had that card uh, that you have there for people to get involved, and it's it's really helpful from from the speaker standpoint. It was helpful just to be able to hold that card up and and say, "Hey, yeah. for you guys today, this is an opportunity to strike your arrows." And um, you know, I don't know how many did it immediately in that day. I know sometimes people have to process it, but. Sure. Um, yeah. Over the four weeks, here's what we did. Over the four weeks, we did that. We had places where people could sign up for ministry, get get involved in ministry. And the first two weeks, we really centralized that call to church ministries, things inside of our fellowship that they could get involved with, whether that's a youth group or a, a you know children's department or a choir or a music department. And then the last two weeks, we shifted gears just a little bit. That was still available, but we brought in about five or six of our local ministries to let people get involved in local ministries. So I'll, I'll tell you. As local as defined outside of the church. Outside of the church. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you about cool. one of them was a, a feeding program that gives food to homeless people and gives food to shelters. And basically they make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, hundreds and hundreds of them every day. And they go pass them out and they have fruit and they have all sorts of other stuff that they pass Man, that's out. That's my kind of ministry right that's there. That's right. That's what I like. <laughs> and so, uh, here's, here's what happened this week. So this week our, our kids are down at camp and one of our young ladies is down there. Young mother's down there with our, with our, with our high school students at camp. And her husband's at home with her three daughters, and he posts on Facebook this week of him and the, the three girls making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches 
for that ministry that they got involved in wow. back in May. That's and great. so that, they're, that you got these young girls, they're all grade school girls, making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for homeless people. That's great. And, that great. and so that's just one of the things that kind of came out of there. You know, so one, of the, one of the things that inspired me with, uh, with Errol Stryker, the book, is, um, is the looking for opportunities, as you, you said the byline there, every single day. Mm-hmm. When my wife and I pray in the morning, we haven't prayed yet today, but we will, we pray for divine appointments. Yes. We're, we're doing this recording on a Thursday. Yes, we ask for divine appointments on Sunday or on sure. Wednesday. But on Thursday, with nothing scheduled other than that we're doing this, we ask for divine appointments. That's what the book challenges you to do. It it challenges you to listen to what the Lord is saying to Mm -hmm. you in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Jonathan, uh, maybe you could talk just a a little bit about to the pastors about the four-week sermon series that you you make available Mm -hmm. uh, to pastors, particularly those who are looking to book you. Yeah, we've got a four-week sermon series, and so what we did with uh, with Mark, and we've done um, with another church as well, and there's others that uh, are on the docket, is, um, I, you know, I've come out and kicked off the first week kind of introducing the concept of Arrow Striker and, based, you know, share a little sermon based on that Second Kings 13 story with Elisha and Jehoash, and then from there, um, the next three weeks are uh, deeper dives into different aspects of uh, what it looks like to be an arrow striker, which essentially is to be making that difference, as we've already been talking about, for the kingdom, getting the victory for the kingdom in whatever context and using whatever gifts people have and so forth. And um, the beautiful thing um, that I, I like about that sermon series is it, it gives the pastor, uh, in this case, Mark, and, and Calvary Church, the, the, the freedom and flexibility to, to take as much or little as they want. And uh, we actually manuscripted the uh all four sermons. So even for someone who doesn't want to uh, bring me in necessarily, um, but you could even do a variation of, of the, the kickoff sermon yourself. And then the three other sermons are, um, they're fully manuscripted and we have about a 10 minute video explanation for each of the sermons. So that way you kind of can wrap your mind a little bit more into the rationale for why we pick the verses and how this works and how the sermon flows from start to finish. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know, in your case, Mark, I don't know how much you guys actually utilized. I know that the other church that we uh, have already done this with, uh, they took some parts, but not all of it. And that's really the design is, hey, if you want the whole thing in a can, pick, here you pick go. Pick and choose. Pick and but choose. the nice yeah. thing is, too, everyone's going to put their spin and their flavor and their personality into it. Uh, but it certainly uh, hopefully helps minimize some of the front-loaded, front-loaded work you have to do in sermon prep. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's exactly what we did. Is we, we looked at what 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 is our goal at the end of the at the end of the four weeks, and uh, we looked at all the stuff that really fit with that and and put that in place, and then any any other adjustment we wanted to make, we were able to do that. So we we didn't feel locked into something, yeah, but we yeah. feel like we had a, a foundation of things to to work with that would help us move towards the goal that we had that was really trying to help people emphasize and capture what was in the book on these points we just talked about a moment ago. Yeah. No, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Awesome. Mark, you were literally the first one to schedule Jonathan. Now we had a few others that uh, actually happened before 
uh, we got to um, your date there in April. But if you're, you know, you're talking to a bunch of pastors right now, pastors and leaders, and uh, as someone who has experienced this process uh, with the Arrow Striker book tour that Jonathan has been on, um, what would you say uh, to a pastor who might think about, man, maybe, maybe I should look at bringing Jonathan in and kicking something like this off? What would you say to them? Well, I would say to, to anybody that wants to help their people uh, become people who, th- who think in the everyday about ministry, that this book is a great book for them to read. Uh, if we want to get people involved in church ministry, it's a great, uh, a great book to read. If they want to think about why are we sending missionaries, why are we doing all this other stuff, this is a good book uh, to read. And then to bring Jonathan in after your people have read that book and re-emphasize it just reminds them and refreshes them. We all read stuff, and then it kind of peaks, and we're real excited, and then it kind of dies down, and we, we forget about it. But to bring someone in, that's to bring Jonathan in, who's the author, and give people a chance to hear that passion and then do the series helps move people a little bit down the line and some people way down the line uh, yeah. to really dive into ministry for the very first time. You know, I've been, a- exactly. been asking this. Qu- I've been asking this question a-, a lot to our to our church family. We're in a time where we have the biggest churches we've ever had in our country. We have podcasts everywhere. We have books available every place. Uh, we have all sorts of things going on around faith seminars to go to things to go to. And with all this great stuff going on, our country's moral culture is running from God. And so mm-hmm. why, why, why is there this weakness in us? And, and what I come back to is, you know, 1 Corinthians 14, where it talks about the gift of prophecy and the importance of us being these people who are led by the Spirit and speak in a language people can understand things that will bring life and the reality of God into their life. And I think we've neglected that. And I think a book like this helps bring people back to a hunger to say, you know what, I don't want to just go out and, oh, there's somebody across the street, I think I'll run over and preach at them. But, hey, there's somebody across the street, and God's leading me over there to build a relationship with Mm -hmm. them, to help them, to Mm -hmm. serve them in some way. And, And you're... They're sensing that leading of the Spirit. And I think the church just needs to release its power that God has in us. And and I think Errol Stryker, this book and this teaching can help us move that direction with our people. Yeah, that is so good. Wow, thank you, Mark. Jonathan, uh, any parting thoughts you'd have to a pastor who uh, might consider picking up the book? And Oh, by the way, let me mention when you said about... the, the book is available on Audible, um, and um, you can Kindle. you can uh, and Kindle you can and you can go to Amazon, of course, and get that. You can go to uh, arrowstriker.com and you can see the whole range of of uh, resources that are available relative to the book. But Jonathan, give us a parting shot. What does the author? What do you want the pastor to take away from this conversation? Well, I just want you to know that uh, my passion is to help support and build the local church. And uh, it's to come alongside you and sometimes an outside voice coming in to speak to people about 
getting involved in ministry uh, and and in using this unique story from the Old Testament, uh, which is one that most people um, don't know about. And I'm amazed at how many people don't even know that that was in the Bible. People who've read the Bible before multiple times. I mean, I just missed that story. I never saw that before. And so it's kind of a unique uh, opportunity to have uh, that particular story that really lends itself so perfectly toward uh, ministry involvement, community involvement, and uh, and just helping people be aware of the service opportunities. And I like what you said, Mark, about how people don't have to go become a missionary of some other country. And that's kind of the whole heart and behind the book really is to help people realize that right where they are, God has uniquely placed people uh, to make a difference. They don't have to drastically change their life. Now, there may be some people who God does call to take big steps of faith right. like that. And certainly we want to them to do that. But, um, you know, I'd say the majority of people, if they would just uh, be more aware, being led by the spirit, like you're talking about, looking and listening for the opportunities that God wants to give them right where they are, uh, that's where God wants them to be missionaries yep, in their absolutely. local um, the local community, their neighborhood, their school, the workplace, and of course, then serving at the church. And so my whole heart behind this and um, and it is just like we did with Mark at Calvary Church is just to simply come alongside and uh, um, help lift your arms and to help motivate and inspire people, uh, whether they've been on the sidelines or maybe they're involved, but God has more he wants to do through them yep, yep. Uh, to help them to step into whatever God might have for each, every individual. Man, you guys got me all excited. Now, uh, as you might guess, as the dad, I've already read the book, I think, four times. Uh, Probably but, more. Uh, I'd say more. more. <laughs> but uh, kind of got all inspired. I, I got to tell you, the stories in the book will draw you in. Um, and it's an easy read. He's, he, he was uh, uh, smart enough to make, what do you have, 17 chapters? Yep. And uh, so it, it moves along. Each. What's that? About about 10 pages each. Yeah, yeah. So it's an easy read. I think you would really enjoy it. So uh, go to aerostriker.com. You can get all the information. You could drop a note off to me because I'm the publicist dad uh, at dhardy at leaders.church and be glad to help you in any way get Jonathan booked or get you uh, books or resources. Really appreciate you taking time to be with uh, Mark Johnson from Calvary Church in uh, Springfield, Illinois. And uh, Jonathan and I both here with Leaders.Church, uh, we pray God's best on you as you continue to move forward and lead people to Jesus. Make it a great one today and be blessed. Hey, Jonathan here, real quick before you go. Everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you'd like to do that, I want to invite you to go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.